When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Take it away, Lindsay. What you need to know... Am I supposed to say the little tag thing? I'll say it. Oh, yeah, what you need to, to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever I, you are. Oh, well, that would explain then why I would say take it away. So you are <laughs> correct. All right. That's right. Uh, apologies. That's okay. It's okay. It happens, you know. At least you're not crabby like Beto today. I'm not crabby. I just crabby don't want any of the music birthday. playing. Beto, you've been, you've been like all day you've been on one, you know? Just saying. Only today? Birthday. Only today? I mean, all week, actually. Maybe the past two weeks, now that I think about it. Or the last 45 years. I mean, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you're fun, so, you know. You know just, today, you're just a little testy, that's all. That's all. I just want to hear Gallo de Oro. That's all I wanted today, but no. <laughs> mm. 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 Well, what you need to know is what that I need the, to know? the Rams are doing what they can to help those impacted by the devastating wildfires wildfires on the island of Maui and Hawaii. They announced today that they've teamed up with teams across L.A. to donate $450,000 to the American Red Cross, which will aid people affected by the wild wildfires. That's a hard word to say, wildfire. Wildfire. There are 12 L.A. teams in total that are giving to this great cause, hopefully providing some help to those in Hawaii during this difficult time. Go to redcross.com to find out how you can help. Cool. That's very I mean, cool. It is good of them to do that the i mean the rams actually have a history with doing that stuff when you know about five or six years ago yeah. when the wildfires happened in the thousand oaks area they they got really really involved yeah because their facilities right by yeah. there yeah at cal lutheran yeah i remember actually i talked with a few i wrote a piece about this for the athletic but i, I talked with a few rams players and in particular andrew whitworth was talking yeah. about how you know because they had just moved to la like maybe a year or two mm-hmm. before that that like this was really the first time they like felt like they were a part of this community, albeit under really tragic circumstances. But yeah. like it really made them feel connected to that area, and they just wanted to help. Yeah, that's great that the teams are doing that for Maui. Also, um, this weekend during the Rams Raiders preseason game, uh, Rams players are going to be wearing shirts. Uh, and coaches that will then be signed and auctioned off to benefit oh, the Red cool. Cross. So if you're going to the game, keep an eye out for that if you want to find a, a cool way to help the people in Maui. That's really cool. Yeah, it's also, I think, really especially important, too. Like, I hadn't thought about it before, but Hawaii doesn't have really a presence in professional sports. So these teams in the mainland, like, they really need to take it upon themselves to do this sort of thing because you're not going to organically have it in the state itself. Yeah. yeah. Like Shane Victorino did a big push for that too. That, like Nation Golf, uh, well, we know really well, they had a, a lot of people donating a bunch of stuff to them in San Clemente. So a lot of people doing work and I know the Longshoremen ILWU were sending containers out there with supplies to, to Maui. It's really cool. What group you know? is that again? The ILWU, in, uh, the Longshoremen Union down in the docks of San Pedro and Long Beach. 
That's cool. So yeah, it's a lot of good work, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a mess. Yeah, it's sad. Absolutely. I'm mess. trying to like go out there and help with the disaster cleanup. I signed up for it on the Red Cross. I just got to call them back and do all that okay, stuff. Okay, cool. Like, I'm, I mean, Maui's like, that's that's my, my happy place. And obviously, I know it's like a vacation destination, and there's idiots out there that are like like Paris Hilton currently like vacationing out there right now, given what has happened. So I was like, I want to like go out there and like oh, help. So you're really talking about going out yeah. to Maui. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay's all about that, man. Lindsay does great work like that. Now, Thanks, Beto. Now, okay. Do you know like how how complicated is it right now to fly in there? Like are they are they having planes come in like commercial flights things I, like that? I mean, I mean they are because yeah, you go to Oahu. Still, yeah, there's still people that over. are there's still people that are literally vacationing there. As sad as that is, but and you know, I if I lived there, I'd be outraged by that. But they have a lot. I think they've evacuated most of the people. I know in that, that area right yeah, there, Lahaina. They, they still have a lot of. You know, they're still searching for people. There's still people missing. Yeah. And, like, the one sad thing I saw is, like, a lot of the people that are still missing are kids, which is, yeah. like, really, really sad. Um, but, yeah, I know that they sent a lot of empty planes out there to evacuate people. And for the most part, I feel like anyone in immediate danger has been evacuated. And then I saw today they have, like, 85% of the fires contained. So Yeah, still a lot of work to be yeah. done, especially yeah. to get back to Rosette. I got an update for you in the Little League World Series. Rain delay. So El Segundo is on top right now of Ohio, 4-3 to three at the end of the 4th. There's a rain delay. They put the tarp on. And just want to shout out some of the names. Louis, Luis Lape, or Louis Lape, had a home run to put them on top, 4-3. to three. Also, Brody Brooks had a two-run homer to center field to tie the game at 3. So right now, the League World Series, the team from El Segundo, 16,000 in that town, uh, have... A four to three lead in the first game in, in Williamsport. Brody Brooks sounds, sounds like, like a stud, player. right? Like, yeah. If you are Brody Brooks growing up, like it makes sense that you're playing for this team. Oh yeah. You're the BMOC. I oh, can yeah. promise you, Brody Brooks is the BMOC. He's going to be school. quarterback, basketball, baseball yeah, guy. Yeah. There, there are certain names that once you get them, it's like you are preordained to kind of become a stud athlete. Like Brody Colt Brooks, Colt McCoy. Like he oh, had yeah. no like, choice. That's like but, a cowboy name. Like oh yeah. Like Colt McCoy, there was no choice other than to become a high end quarterback. Like if that's your name, you got no choice. Or a twelve year backup quarterback and make a bunch of money too. That I, I take that job <laughs> over the pressure. Oh, day Chase one Daniels, day. baby. Yeah. There you oh, go. Seriously, Chase Daniels, thirty eight million dollars. I was going to say he has made generational money by just being, I guarantee, reliable, a good dude. professional. Everybody likes him. You get along. And with he retired. Everybody. How do you retire from being the backup? You didn't play. You just stand there. I mean, same with Colt McCoy. Like he was what? He's like, still in the league somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he is. Arizona, I think. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Matt Barkley, the former SC quarterback, still in the league somewhere? I think he is. Yeah. Colt McCoy was making like four million a year, something like is. that. Like yeah. that's crazy. Oh, it's just enough. It's great work if you can get it. And like that's one of those things, by the way, too, where professionalism and just your ability to get along with people becomes really important like you become oh, one of yeah. those guys it's like look i could never be a backup quarterback i could never be a team player i'm gonna be cut <laughs> right away my attitude <laughs> no like you you gotta be the guy that's like look i'm not trying to steal your job obviously i want to play but i'm not gunning for your neck man i'm good with it's like good bro yeah. like cappy sedano keep the show bro let's I, go I will really be your eyes and ears i will give you helpful helpful hints what i'm seeing from the sideline no no really it's cool it's cool like, hey, you want some reps? No, 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 no. I'm all right. I'm okay. No, we're good. Just want to get no. on the team and give me $3 million a year. It's a great position to be in, too, because nobody wants you to get hurt. So it's not like they're going to put you on special teams or anything like that. Like, your job is just 
be ready. Just be ready. Just be ready. And maybe, and just hand the ball off. Uh, Liz, we got this update here from Debbie Ward, who is in the Circle of Trust community, is a longshoreman. She said, can tell us about Ali? Uh, said that they sent 13 containers to Maui. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so they were working around the clock, and they have shirts that say pray for Maui. So 13 containers were sent from the docks here in Long Beach in, in LA. Yeah, she sent me like a bunch of um, like pictures, and I'm like, that's yeah. amazing. Like yeah. They did a lot of work. A lot of work. So cool. Beto, you you didn't get an update on Ollie, though, did you? You just shouted out all those kids from the El Segundo team. We need to find out where oh. Ollie went to middle school. It was probably El Segundo Middle School. Okay. You said there's three of them, so just trying there's to narrow it down. I figured is. somebody would have texted you. Yeah, if you know Ollie, uh, if you know Ollie what from the El Segundo. Ollie, Ollie Sparks or something like that? He had a good name. Yeah, a good name. Oh, it was Ollie Parks. So Ollie Parks, there we go. Ollie Parks, Ollie which Park. sounds, by the way, like a place that the Little League World Series could be played at. <laughs> Ollie Parks. <laughs> Ollie Parks. I used to say that about, remember the NBA player Landry Fields? Oh, yeah. Like, Landry is. Fields is the most versatile name He's a GM ever. now, right? Yeah, he is. In Atlanta? Yeah, I believe it's Atlanta. He went to Los Alamitos like, High. There you drop. <laughs> Landry, Field, Landry Fields could be like the name of a snooty prep school kid. It could be the name of a snooty prep school. It could be the name of a field that kids play baseball in. Landry Fields could be the wrong side of the tracks. Like, oh, you don't want to be in Landry Fields. Oh, you don't want to go after Landry. Oh, like, man. Landry Fields sounds like a black exploitation hero name. Like, that sounds it, like my next, my vineyard that I'm going to create. Landry Fields. Landry Fields. Oh, yeah. It can just be a field. It could be a day spa. A day spa. Landry oh, yeah. Fields. Like Landry or even Fe- like a skincare line. Oh, oh, super. Oh, Landry Fields. You yeah. feel so great when you put it on your wrists. Oh, oh yeah. Landry Fields. <laughs> Greatest Landry first. Fields forever. Landry Fields forever. <laughs> Rockstar. Any that update is. on uh, my girl Kemi from Delta? Heard anything from her? Yeah, you got a TV show coming up. You and Kemi. Love connection. Let the bot go. Oh, it's so great. Oh, uh, Casper Villa uh, did a little bit of photoshopping and has me on a couch next to a puppet. It says potential love connections <laughs> focused on puppets and bots <laughs> finding love. <laughs> Think about it at Canberra. I always wanted to do that Sports. show. Uh, we're back in two and two, we'll chucklery until his Twitter went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that other dating show, Studs? Oh, Studs! Yeah, absolutely. That host ended up on like Married with Children a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good. Stud. Show. Oh God, Studs! Stud. Do you, you remember Singled Out with Jenny McCarthy? Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, she had like a male host too. That was kind of yeah. Crazy. It, it, well, it started with her, and then I think after like three years of her doing it, then they they moved on to a that's guy. where she became really famous, right? Yeah. Singled Out. Yeah, and they had the hearts that you would wear on your neck with their name yeah. on them. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah, there was a Spanish version of that. It was just raunchy. Just oh, God. I cannot. I had totally. Doce Corazones was one. <laughs> I had absolutely forgotten about studs. Yeah. Studs was the one where you sat on the couch, and then they would put like a heart on you, and it was like mm-hmm. a big fuzzy heart on you. Right? It was on Channel 11. I remember that part. Oh, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Like, that's when, that's when these type of dating shows were a totally novel thing. Yeah, like this, and like it felt really cutting edge. And yeah. Love really connection edgy. behind the wall. Two yeah. and two. Two and two. There was yeah. another one too. There was another of those dating shows um, that uh, was hosted by um, Roger Lodge. What was Roger Lodge? Blind show? date. Blind date. Blind date. Blind date was a yeah. big thing. And they always went to the hot tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, the hot. You know what it was? It was the precursor to the real world because remember all the things happened on the real world in the hot tub or in the pool. I was so obsessed with the real world. Like it was so bad. Yeah, blind date. Funch Funch knows because Funch is watching it too. Oh man. (laughs) Uh, But they always went to the hot tub and then they had like the little cartoon character like a doctor that would give his opinion Mm -hmm. because blind date was cool because they would have the bubbles on top. Like that's the stuff. See, I don't know ABBA but I know blind date. So I know trashy TV. You just mentioned the real world. 
remember the San Francisco cast with Puck? Yes. Yeah, I never watched that. I watched, one I watched of, most of them. I was one time, I was absolutely hammered at, I think it was the Formosa Cafe. And remember Puck used to always refer to himself as he the was Puck? Not, yeah, yeah, he always referred not. to himself as the Puck. The he puck. would call himself <laughs> in the third person, but it was always the Nuts. Puck. And I saw the him. The Puck? I saw him. At, yeah, he always referred to himself as the Puck. Like, it wasn't even, like, just third person, like, calling himself Puck. It was the Puck. Yep. And I was at Formosa, and I had a lot to drink. And I saw him there. And I was like, oh, my God. And, like, right in his face. I was like, oh, my God. It's the Puck. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's me. I'm like, no, 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 man. You don't understand. It's the Puck. The Puck is here. He's like, <laughs> yeah, guy, I get it. Yeah, he's like, I get it. I'm like, no, 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 man. Seriously, the puck is here. That's why when somebody the puck. I was at the Hard Rock late night. They had that Chinese restaurant at the at a Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas, and somebody went up to Smash Mouth. It's like five in the morning. Hey now, you're an all star. Yeah, I know. But no, no, you're an all star. <laughs> yeah, I know, drunk guy. It's five a.m., bro. I'm like, I, but you're an all star. Seattle one. Seattle. Oh yeah. Where he. Oh yeah, Slapped Ruthie. The girl? Yes, that was crazy. it was Ruthie wow. who had Lyme oh, disease. Oh jeez, like, no, Ruthie didn't have Lyme disease. I thought she did. That was somebody else. No, oh. but but he like went. Remember the car, yeah. and he like yes. bam, like a, a, after, it was after she didn't she throw a stuffed animal in the water. She, she did something, and like they right. It didn't. Did. De- it didn't deserve a slap. I'm just no, saying, like there yeah. was something that happened, like setting the scene. There was something that happened before that, like I think she, she threw something. She, yeah. I think it was like a stuffed animal that like was a fa- like a his when he was a little kid or something like that. That's the that's a deep pull right there. Oh, what year you, was this? Uh, it was the Seattle season. It was early on. And you know, yeah. by the way, speaking of the real world, who is, I have found this out as a regular listener of the station because one time during a show, he tweeted to me during the show from Hawaii. Remember Tech? From Hawaii? Tech Holmes. Yes. He was oh an MTV DJ. Yes. Right he is here. a big time Damn. listener of the station. Really? He was. Shout out Tech Crazy. Holmes. Shout out to Tech Holmes. Well, I mean, that's where the miss came from, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh man, what a time! Yeah, what a time to have been alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's where he came from. He was always like, "I'm gonna be in the W." And look at him now. The who? The Mist. The Miz. The Miz. Oh, the Miz. The The wrestler. Oh, like Sierra Mist. Same difference. (laughs) Oh, the Miz. Doesn't he come in here to do shows sometimes? No. Yeah. Well, he used to. He actually did. Yeah, Bronny was his producer. Yeah, I've I've seen him in here before. He's uh, you know where he's from, right? No. Cleveland. Cleveland. This is for you. Six eleven. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's where he came out of, the real world. There you have it. All right, coming up next, uh, NBA release the schedule. Oh, yeah. 82-0. 82-0, That is coming up next. Also, too, let everybody know that Cappy, Lindsey Baseball, and Chris Morales are taking you out to the ballgame. Caller number seven right now, 877-710-ESPN, wins a four-pack of tickets to hang out at the Coors Light Chill Zone Deck. For the Angels game this Monday night, presented by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Again, caller number 787-710-ESPN. Andy Kamenetsky, Beto Duran, in for the guys. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Chris. And before I hit the song, I actually had another song planned out for this. But since Beto has been complaining about the music, you know. Not just me. Look at the circle. Ah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Se cayen. Anyways, you said you wanted some El Gallo de Oro. So I was uh-huh. like, you know what? Let's play some Valentina Elizalde. Oh. Como me duele. Como me duele. How much it hurts. I wanted some <laughs> Banda del Recodo, but... Move, Kamenetsky, brother. There you go. It hurts that they take you out to dance. Basically, I'm watching this chick who I really like, this girl I'm really all about, and another dude's taking her to dance. So why are you playing this for me? I don't know. I know that one too, but that one's a little slow for me. So. <laughs> uh, see? And you wonder why I complain. Never never get nothing. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Valentin Elizalde. He's also a right fielder for the Angels. <laughs> but they used, his nickname was El Gallo de Oro. And I yes. knew you were looking yeah. for the Ana Gabriel yeah. one, but I was like, ah, let me play That's something more. That's my jam, Ana Gabriel. Right there. Really? Oh, I'm all about Ana Gabriel. Interesting. Oh, man. Dude, look, I guarantee you I'm the only one in the station that's jamming Ana Gabriel coming up to work. Wow. I would not picture you as an Ana This Gabriel is why, guy. this is, okay. I'm going to be real. I'm going to so be real. This is why, and I've told you this for many times, like when you guys are like making fun of me that I don't know music and this and that, because I listen to Spanish music. No, I mean, so, I do too. But that's, but it, that's though. like, I don't listen that's to all R&B. You listen to. That's all I listen to. Like, I, my presets, believe it or not, I may be as whitewashed as you think I am or Latino light. But my jams are all the Spanish radio stations. My kids like are like, Dad, for real? And I'm like, yeah, fool, listen. So like, Invasores, La Lamora, all those oh, older dude, jams. that's my dad. So like, it'd be my like, dad, my mom. it'd be like 100%. you, Midwest guy, and all you're listening to is classic rock, CCR, right. like, you know, Journey, all, all that other stuff, right? That's all. All my music tastes that are modern ended like in 1989. So I only listen to older Spanish music. So R&B, nothing. I know the popular song, maybe one or two, but as far as like deep cut radio, nah, I don't know so, that stuff. So for me, like I, you know, obviously I'm bilingual. My, my parents are from Jalisco. So when they came, like they heavily influenced me when I was little, but yep. then my sisters were playing a lot of other different kind of music. So I, my music taste is very diverse because yep. of that. And obviously I grew up and I was trying to assimilate and that's a whole different conversation. But, but yeah, like, you listen I to would... what your siblings had. So my siblings had The Cure, Depeche Mode, mm-hmm. The Smiths. I was going to say, stuff I like know that. you like them. Oh, absolutely. I know you love them. I'm all things. emo about that stuff. So like anything like hip hop, nah, like whatever my kid's playing, like like Snoop and Dre, like that's in junior high, high school. But after yeah. that, I don't know anything. Like R&B, don't even start. I have no clue. I know Tevin Campbell has one song, I Can love- We Talk, Can't. but that's it. Okay, you just mentioned listening to the Spanish language music mostly when yeah. it comes to what's in the, what's in your car or whatever. Yeah. Are your kids bilingual? Yeah. Okay. Uh my son more than my daughter. Okay. The reason I ask is just because it's like, a hard it's a hard battle. Well, it, yeah. 
my my wife is bilingual. Like she's fluent in Spanish. Eh, she speaks Texan. No, no, no. She really. <laughs> we've we've. She, okay, please don't say this because she. I her don't, mom. I, her mom kept drilling into her head that her Spanish was terrible. Yeah. So she has her. this idea in her head that her Spanish is awful. Except every time we've ever gone to Mexico it's, or Spain, it's wonderful. Or whatever, it's perfect. Yes. Like I'm like, dude. This is this is your neurosis. This is just yeah, your mom issues. Yes, absolutely. Your Spanish is fine. Yes, but it, it gets by. It's done. But what's funny is her sister has two kids. Uh, my nephews, they don't. They barely speak more Spanish than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like twenty. You lose it as a it's generational part. It is, yeah, I was gonna say that. And it's also because for me, my daughter doesn't speak as much because I used to fight with her when she was two years old. I'm speaking her in Spanish. But she wasn't answering me. Right. She didn't understand me. So I'm like, dude, do I really want to argue with her about the language, or do I want her to like pick well, up the toys? My my daughter, <laughs> it's a than, battle. Other than it's what hard. she it's learns hard. in middle school Spanish, yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't speak any Spanish. And my wife all the time is like, it bothers her that our daughter doesn't really speak. And I'm like, look, I I would have helped, but like I would have yeah. helped in the in the sense that I wouldn't have gotten in the way of it. Right. Yeah, I wanted her to be bilingual, yeah. but I'm like, I can't help. Like I'm bilingual because my mom and dad speak no English, so right. I have no choice. So yeah, no my my wife didn't start really speaking English until she went to like kindergarten. Yeah, so and the schools really made her. She went to yeah. when she went to kindergarten. She was much much more fluent in Spanish than English. She's yeah. second gen or no no she's like seventh. But oh. they're, see, we're, well, his wife is from, his wife they didn't cross the border, the border crossed them. Yeah. Exactly. They're no. like Selena. So, yes. So like, cause She's my, from the area of Selena. Yeah. yeah. My sister, she has, you know, I said like her, my niece's first birthday of school and half her kids understand yeah. in, you know, Spanish, but they don't really speak it. And my mom, when she went over, she was like, uh, my sister's like, oh yeah, the baby who is a year old knows more Spanish. Yeah, once the baby gets to school, she can't learn a damn then, thing. Then the older <laughs> ones, and my mom's like, oh, because you didn't want your kids, and it's like, it's a battle. It's a battle. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. but There's no, it's a, a battle of... I have every single day. Like my nieces are doing the Duolingo, the trying. So, as long as you're trying, you're something. But like back to the music, that's just what I listen to. So when you're like, you don't know, I don't know. I'm not playing. I really don't know. But you know, it's funny too. Like thinking about this as far as <laughs> like. Jammer that influence and uh-huh. like the certain things that are cultural on my wife's side versus my side. Right. When my daughter was born, like, you know, when she's like an infant, my wife was talking about getting her ears pierced when she was an infant. She and Yeah, right away. Every time she brought it up, she's like, look, this is a cultural thing. You don't understand. Like, <laughs> I'm doing this. And it's I'm like, go do it. It's fine. <laughs> like, every, I'm like, it's, That's why you're happily married. Yeah, I was like, just yeah. go it's do fun. it. And every She kept bringing it up. I'm like, go get her ears pierced. I agree. This is the time to do it. She's too young to really understand. It'll hurt for a second, then well, she'll forget about it. And then it. her tattoo was good too. Except she, <laughs> my wife, my wife ended up chickening out on it ah. because she was like, I couldn't bear to Aww. make her hurt even for a second. So she didn't end up getting her ears pierced till she was about nine or ten. There you go. But I remember having those battles, and every time she's like, "You don't understand that." She's like, "It's a it's a Latina thing," and I'm like, "Dude, do, go get her ears pierced. It's fine." You're like, "I do understand." Since I'm, the day I yeah. met you, I've understood. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not arguing. It's okay. Uh, like, your wife is super nice. Stand man. in the way of it. It's yeah. fine. She's that's super dope. nice. Because a lot of people like I. My she's a Spurs fan too, huh? She is a big time. Yeah. Mm. No, last last weekend was big for her. Tony Parker. And oh yeah. Pop, and Becky Hammond. Oh yeah, big week for her. Yeah, and and she kind of claims Powell. She oh, yeah. loves Powell. Spanish, no, we all Spanish speaking. The whole world claims Powell. Yeah, they the should, nicest man. They, I was going to say the whole world. Like should who claim else Powell. gets off of the team charter and goes to the hospitals? He in every city. Who? Do you remember when 
when Powell was here, there was a period, and I think he used to do this in Memphis too, but there was this period where he was going to hospitals and observing spinal surgery. That's what he was doing? Well, he would he would go to the children's hospital yeah. and visit, visit kids and stuff like that. He's always been involved with that. But also, too, because Powell at one point was set to become a doctor. Yeah, his mom's a doctor. Yeah, I, I think both of his parents are in the medical field. Yeah, they're both in the medical field. Yeah, yeah. like all, all the Gasol kids are really smart. Yeah. Powell especially, really smart. There were a few times Powell went to whichever hospital in L.A. I don't remember which one, but he was just observing spinal surgeries. Stop. Because... That's just what Pau Gasol does. Jeez. Yeah, that's that's Pau. Yeah, I mean, he also, too. See, you and I would be like Kramer dropping the... <laughs> the junior mint. <laughs> the ju- it's a junior mint. <laughs> and, too, like, I know fans hear about this all the time, listeners hear about Pau. He really was as nice and as good of a human being as people would hear. Like, he really, he's among the nicest people mm-hmm. I've ever been around, much less yeah. covered. And then he's like, thank you, Andy, for the interview. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank, thank you so you. much. Everything good with the family? Yes, thank you. I mean, he's just good person. So where are we going on Christmas? Uh, Christmas is going to be at the Celtics. Uh, where, in Boston? Uh, I got to take a look. I believe it is in Boston. Yeah? yeah. Lakers? Oh, I thought you wanted to go hardcore Lakers schedule. No, well. 82-0, baby. Let's go. 82-0. 82-0. Here's one of the things I did notice, though, about the Lakers and looking at the schedule. There's no so, – it doesn't feel like there's any real s- – soft stretch or particularly tough stretch it just sort of feels like they're in a western conference where it's never going to be that easy because the west is expected to be good but it doesn't feel overwhelming because everybody expects the lakers to be one of the best teams in the west they should be yeah um they've got two six game road trips but neither one of them are that difficult to me like there, there's one that's golden state houston atlanta boston Knicks, charlotte okay so a couple Tough games, couple okay, tough should be easy. All right. Then there's another one: Milwaukee, Memphis, Indiana, Brooklyn, Toronto, Washington. So again, couple tough. Where do they go to Toronto? Went. Uh, they go to Toronto. I think the beginning of April. Dude, so I've been going to Toronto to do boxing. I've been to a Leafs game. Cool. Toronto is a fun <laughs> city, and the entire city loves basketball. Right? I know they do, and I didn't realize that. So when I was in Toronto the last couple times, they're like, oh, you're from L.A.? All these Laker questions. They're all Lakers this, Laker that. And I'm talking to the fighters as I'm asking them, like, questions about, hey, tonight you're going to fight? You know, like, you're going to get hit? Like, no, you met Kobe, you done this, you done that. And like, like, dude, I got to come back for a Lakers-Raptors game. That's what everybody says. It's when the Lakers, when the Raptors play the Heat, the Lakers, and the Knicks, those are the ones that are like, don't even bother trying to get into a building because nobody's giving those tickets up. Well, remember when the, when the Raptors went on that championship run, yep. like the crowds outside the arena for the road games when, you know, yeah. the Raptors in these- Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park. It was nuts. It was it was like the, whatever they call the deer zone, the fear to the yeah, deer zone fear the deer. in Milwaukee. Like there are- the country has become really, really into NBA basketball, and it you know it took a minute. The Grizzlies found out the hard way. Yeah. So when does the season start? Uh, the season starts, I want to say October twenty. Let me take a look real quick. Late October. Late October. Uh, Lakers.com. I thought you had this already memorized. I do not have it memorized. I apologize. So that's the other brother that has memorized. Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the Lakers' first game is, come on, PDF, come up. PDF, come on. Oh, it's riveting. It is riveting. 
The suspense is building. Why don't you ask uh, Kemi? Kemi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is. Sorry. It's taken forever to come up. Our internet here sucks. You know it sucks. Right. October 24th, they open in Denver. Oh, on ring okay. night. oh, yeah, we knew that. We knew that. And the Christmas game, as you asked about before, that is in, that is, no, it's home against Boston. It's home against Boston. Um, oh, Christmas is home? Christmas is home. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Mm. But All right. That, that is one of the things, though, again, that I noticed about the Lakers schedule is it doesn't seem particularly easy in any part, but there's no part of it that you're like, oh, my God, that nine-game stretch is brutal. Like, nothing jumped out at me like that. It just feels like it's going to be a tough season because the West is good, but the Lakers should be one of the best teams in the West. So it should should. itself out. All right. So Christmas, we're going to be here together. We are going to be here together. And be sure to join 710 for our summer tradition at Hollywood Park Casino, the ultimate fantasy football draft party tomorrow at 4 p.m. at HBC. Join Beto Duran, Kirk Morrison, DeMarco Farr, Marcus Grant, producer Lindsey Baseball, Corporate Greg, and Chris Morales live for a party party oh party tomorrow at 4 p.m. at Hollywood Park Casino. Hollywood Park Casino, eat, drink, draft. Coming up next, deal or big deal or no big deal, correct? Yeah, big deal or no deal, but you know, you, you were close. That's cool. I was very close. You were very close. It's 630, 710 ESPN. <laughs> 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Well, big deal or no deal, you know, since Andy's in the bathroom and Beto looks confused because he was texting during the break, you know, it's cool. (laughs) It's big deal or no deal. Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, Laura. We're just doing our own show over here. I'm just kidding. All right. So now Andy's coming back. We good. We all good. Sometimes you gotta like stall a little bit there. What is this, small market, Beto? Okay, just don't answer. That's cool, too. Don't, don't say anything, you know? Yeah, sometimes better not to say some things. I mean, if you can't stall for, like, 30 seconds coming back from a break while Andy's in the bathroom, then, like, what, you know, what are you doing here? Small market. That's what I'm doing. Typical. So, anyway, <laughs> last week, a TikToker wanted to see if fans could relate to her, quote, interesting sleeping habits. She posted a video promoting that her and her husband do not have a regular side of the bed that they sleep on. The video has drawn one million viewers as commenters reeled in disbelief and comical outrage with some calling the couple monsters. <laughs> These people did not hold back. One said... What kind of serial killer behavior is this? Another one said, even when I was single with my own bed, I had my own side. And another added, this is absolute anarchy. Is not having a specific side of the bed a big deal or no deal? Andy. It is really unusual. It is also not a big deal. (laughs) It's not a big deal if that's how you want to live your life without a specific side of the bed, whether you or your partner. I do think it's weird. I think it's definitely a weird thing. And most people I know, I think, have their side of the bed. 
That being said, this explains why we should all not be on social media and why we're not, we were not <laughs> meant to be connected with this many strangers and this type of unfiltered access. You got called a monster? Interesting. Oh, no, I, I guarantee someone said, like, this person chose violence by not having <laughs> their specific side of the bed. Uh, it is a big deal. I'm single, and I still have a side of the bed. I go to the hotels a lot, and I still sleep on the oh, left side. It's weird to me that they don't. Yeah. I just feel like you want to live your life that way, but it's weird. They're monsters. <laughs> big so, deal. So you've been yelling at them on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've been adding them? All day. <laughs> It is weird. I think it's weird. I think it's very weird. Like who doesn't have a side of the bed? Monsters. Monsters. Is it your left or like <laughs> your left or the opposite way left? Uh, my left arm is touching the floor. I have to sleep on my left side. Okay. It's the only way I can sleep. It is only on my left side. Wait, time out. You said your left arm is touching the floor. What, you don't got a box screen? You don't have a bed? No, he, got, to like, give him the impression. The <laughs> no, to give him the idea. Like, if, if I'm laying down, my left arm would be the one touching the floor. Okay. okay. So, for me, it's funny. I was telling Lindsay off mic that when I had my first apartment and my boyfriend first started coming over, like, we were on like one side right and all of a sudden one weekend he like switched it up completely and i was like whoa whoa buddy what are we doing here like that's, this is not your side you're still together like, yeah okay. and i was like this i mean that's a reason to side. break up right there i was he's like oh i didn't i was like yes yes you've always so you put on the boo side. in his place early well oh, now, come on now we all know that no 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 but like <laughs> now on. it's weird like now it doesn't matter like if he'll like well, if the i worships you i've seen it i don't think he worships oh, you. that's I've weird witnessed it. no i don't I, that's, he that's is so yeah, he, he is does. smitten like a kitten <laughs> oh absolutely but now it's like now we're like oh if i fall asleep early and i sleep on the other side like it doesn't matter but when it first started it was a big deal to me now i it's could like, sleep on I could sleep on either side if I wanted to. But I choose. Well, right? I just, I have to be sleeping on my left side. Mm. I cannot, like, if I ever get a vaccination, something like that, I'm, I always choose the right arm. Yeah. Because mm. I have to sleep on the I mean, left I mean, side. I tore my rotator cuff, my left one, so I need surgery soon. So I can't sleep on that side because it hurts, mm -hmm. but I still sleep mm -hmm. on the left right. side because I'd rather suck it up and just deal with the pain. See, I have my knee issue on my right, so I have to sleep on the left because of the right knee issue. Oh, we're all broken. <laughs> <laughs> we're all so washed. You're supposed to say, like, all right, next one. Okay, next yeah, one. That's okay. That's okay. All right, so apparently dog bites are up since the beginning of the pandemic. Multiple studies point to a rise in U.S. emergency room visits for canine bites. Uh, and Britain has seen an uptick in dog bites, too. Researchers and dog experts can only guess at the reasons. One likely factor is the wave of pandemic pet adoptions. Because, you know, like a lot of people went out and got a dog or a pet that never had one before. Hmm. And another one is like the lockdowns where, you know, there were a lot of people and humans in close quarters for a long time. And maybe even, you know, some dogs getting separation anxiety because of the, the situations. I mean, my dog, pandemic puppy for sure, Chewy is. And... You know, he was used to for the first year and a half, two years of his life being everywhere that I was. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard sometimes to train dogs away from that behavior. And then the third one is viral pet videos. Like, I guess everyone's trying to go, go viral with their dog on TikTok. And they're doing weird things like, you know, trying to do staring contests with their dogs or. Yeah. A dog's not going to like a staring right, contest. Right, Eventually right. that becomes a challenge. Right. So is this uptick in dog bites a big deal or no deal, Andy? 
I mean, if you're the one getting bit, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a really big deal if it's you. <laughs> I mean, I have two dogs. Neither one of them seem like they're ever going to become biters, so I'm going to be okay. But if if you're the one getting bit, damn right it's a big deal. Damn right it's a big deal as a guy who's scared of dogs that doesn't like dogs. So every single time I see a dog, I think I'm going to get bit anyway. You're scared of dogs? Oh, hell yeah. Don't like them. Your whole life? I got bit by one, a pit bull when I was a paper boy for the Daily Breeze, and I'm still scarred to this day. So, like, it's not even a joke. People are like, oh, you get over it. Like, nah, if I see a big dog, I'm like, uh, I'm still waiting for them to come and, like, bite me. Oh, you'd be. So, right now, this uptick of dogs attacking people, Linz, I'm like, mm, I, I stay deal. ready. I stay ready. I mean, he's afraid of my dog, and my yes. dog is a Frenchie pug. I, I, and he's like the nah, that happiest th- little dog ever. Uh, he was he too close. Oh, I also don't like affection. I, I don't like affection, and I don't like dogs I don't like around me. Oh, that makes sense. Oh my sense. god! And I don't like. I don't, I don't like, like affection. No, I don't. Oh. I don't like anything ever. I, I don't hold hands. I don't cuddle. I don't do none of that stuff, man. Give, keep, give my space. Like, and then the dog slobber. Oh, it's disgusting. Yes. My dog doesn't slobber. Oh! Every dog slobbers. Oh, that dog was all over me. Man. I got two yeah, dogs. Was, they both was, slobber. He was jumping up on you like he was so excited. He just wanted you to pet him. That's all. Yeah, uh, yeah and I'm thinking he's going to bite me. He would never. No. Be, again, my... when you're traumatized, yeah, you're makes... thinking they're going right, to bite you. You're right. You're right. Like, uh, uh, I see just teeth. Oh, uh, no. Oh. Well, then you'd be terrified. One of our, one of our dogs is like 70 pounds. Nope. Nope. My brother just got a, a red-nosed pit. Nope. Pits, though, they're, they're sweet, though. Yeah. Pits are yeah, really, really sweet. Yeah, he's a really very sweet. sweet dog. Very sweet. Yeah, they're, I'm sure all dogs are nice he if you train them right, but it doesn't matter. I'm still scared. I stayed defensive. What's next, Lindsay? Well, by the way, Pits also are, like, some of the sweetest, nicest dogs ever. They are. My mm-hmm. best friend, JP, his dog, Mally, is, like, the cutest. And she's a rescue pit, too. She's, like, the cutest, sweetest dog ever. And I yeah. love her so much. Like My 70-pounder, we think, is some type of pit mix. He... Like my so the one that my brother just got he got literally last night it's a rescue because they couldn't keep him anymore because of the apartment complex seven months and my mom's like it's a pay I don't because mm, we have two little chihuahuas and you know so no, she's oh, like ooh no our, we mm. our other dog is a half we think a half chihuahua half dachshund mix so oh. one is really big one's really little uh-huh. they get along great oh that's good to know I have to let her know. I love dachshunds, too. They're cute. I mean, I love all dogs. I just love dogs. I love them. I just love them so much. Unlike you, Beto. All right, last one here. (laughs) Sam Asghari has broken his silence following the news of his divorce from pop star Britney Spears. Uh, He posted on his Instagram story, After six years of love and commitment to each other, my wife and I have decided to end our journey together. Um whatever that means we will hold on to the love and respect we have for each other and i wish her the best always oh wish you the best and see then, yep, another wish right. you the best i told you that's Why the line that up because he also wrote bleep happens <laughs> bleep happens. Ah, bleep happens is the fact that he said bleep happens in regards to his marriage to like one of the most famous pop stars ever a big deal or no deal andy <laughs> it'll mean something happened <laughs> when, when you've reached the bleep happens stage something happened some bleep happened so from his perspective definitely a big deal absolutely a big deal something happened yeah that's the i'm not gonna get the money i thought i was gonna get Mm, by the way because if you're getting what you want you play nice by the way so that to dig into this a little bit who is this guy anyways since we have a couple minutes he's a nobody so this is my point person i think he is he's got to be planted because when they started dating that was like in the thick of her conservatorship which her dad controlled her money like literally every decision even like her medication she took everything so you mean to tell me in that tight-knit 
little circle group there that like they just let some random backup dancer wannabe model dude like marry her there's isn't, no chance isn't kevin federline also like an ex-husband of her backup yes. dancer? however so however th- that was when you know like 15 she was, years yeah, ago no i know i know but i'm saying like yeah, yeah. 15 years before she met this guy Come so on, i just girl. feel like you Learn. know i watch a lot of tiktok about britney spears because there's some crazy conspiracy conspiracy theories out there and i think it's very entertaining um, but the fact now, like I saw like on TMZ or something that he's threatening to embarrass her and tell embarrassing stories about her personal life. If he doesn't get more money, then the prenup is guaranteeing him. And it's just like, what a jerk. Like, I don't know. It's just You could tell he was obviously in it for the money to begin with. Either that or like I said, he was she didn't plant. know what she had in that Federline guy. Nah. Well, he, he moved to Hawaii and with the two kids. So like, you know. I, all I remember about Federline is his brief time as a musician himself. He had like and, one song. Yeah, well, he had that one song. It's called like Popo Zao that I remember he described. Popo Zao. That's he, right. He described as a Brazilian ass shaker. That's oh my all gosh. I remember. I, I would never have known the name of that song. I can't even think of it like how it went. Or I anything. still remember the the interview that he did promoting Popo Zao was so funny. I will remember it for the rest of my life. He's like, it's a Brazilian ass shaker. <laughs> wow. He was so proud of himself. <laughs> Man, I Popo wish Cappy was here for that just so he yeah. can try and be like, wait, wait, let me get this straight. See if you can find Laura at the next break, Popo Zao. Popo Zao. Kevin Federline. Especially yeah. if you can find the interview where he describes it as a Brazilian ass shaker. That's fantastic. I wonder what's going to happen to Brittany. I'm kind of worried about her. Poor girl. I mean, if- Brittany, I got you. Support you. Nothing but mad love and support. Support. That's a Capulan, right? I know you, you got to, Brittany. I know you're out there listening. <laughs> well, you know she did. She did have like a targeted um, response, I guess. It was Cap. about Cappy. Yeah, it was it's, all about Cappy. In Cappy's world, everybody's a P one. Like the whole world is a P one. No, no, to just Cappy. the famous people. Just That's the famous true. people. Wait, want to know a funny story? So my dad sometimes tunes into the show here and there, especially to Radio Tinder and Big Deal or No Deal. He just texted me. I haven't heard Britney Spears' name in a long time. <laughs> Well, most people have Does he think it's a big deal or no big deal? He'll tell me in a second here. Okay. Because he's got a little bit of a delay. But, I mean, most people haven't unless you follow her on Instagram. Like, she she hasn't done anything. She hasn't done any tours, music, anything. She has been, I think, actually pretty active on Instagram, though. She's super active on Instagram. But, you know, she, like, disabled the comments. That's a person who doesn't need social media. No, I agree with you 100%. She should. But I hope everything works out for her. And, and, you know, here's, here's the song. He's doing the cappy point in the uh, screen. Oh, yeah. It's a screen video shot thing. This is Popo Zell? Yeah, he was so proud of himself. I'm so proud of you for being so proud of him. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, no, he loved it. Like, if you watch him when yeah, he's introducing you. this, his MTV special, like, he is blowing his own mind with his own song. <laughs> he loves it blowing so his much. Own mind. He is. Like, with every single beat he's like i can't believe it's this great i cannot <laughs> believe it is this great oh my gosh popo's out all right coming up next little <laughs> dealer's choice beto is going to surprise us i have no idea what it is maybe pencil break well before you before you do that i'm going to give away one more four pack of oh. tickets oh for monday yes for nice monday. because me and chris morales and cappy we're taking everyone out to the ball game. Caller number seven right now at 877-710-ESPN wins a four-pack of tickets to hang out with us at the Coors Light Chill Zone deck for the Angels game this Monday night. Presented That's a good by spot. Coors Light. Good spot right there. Coors it's a party. Keeping Southern California chill all season long. So, yeah, caller seven. 
Okay, call us 7-877-710-ESPN. See the Angels on Monday. And coming up next, Beto's going to surprise us all. Dealer's Choice, 710-ESPN. Little Bob Seger taking us out towards the end of Little Hollywood Nights. That's the end of the segment. Yeah, I mean, the beginning of the end of the, the whatever. Eh, jam right here. This is good Laker jam right here. It, this is such, this is such, the, the remember there was a period, this is always the, here are the celebrities, we're going to put them all on the Jumbotron to Little Hollywood Nights, yeah. and always it would crescendo to Jack Nicholson getting his applause and acknowledging the crowd, raising the sunglasses a little bit. Andy Kamenetsky, Beto Duran in for the guys. You know what sucked about that is when they would show celebrities and then they wouldn't put the names on, right? And then they show an older celebrity and like, who's that? And they would get the, so it's like, say, woo, like Kevin Costner, woo, Leo, woo. And another person. I know. It's always so awkward. And then they hold the camera on you, like, because uh, they wouldn't font you. It's, or when they're not ready, when the celebrity's not ready. And you can tell they did not like being surprised by it. Like some would, some yeah. would yuck it up, but some were like, "Dude, I wanted yeah. a warning. I exactly. wanted to look my best." Exactly. All right, so a little dealer's choice coming up, Beto. What do you got? Uh, okay, so it is my forty-fifth birthday today, and as much as I come off as a bitter crank, I'm not. So I'm going to be positive here. Uh, first of all, thanks to everybody in the circle for the communications, uh, for listening all the time. The pictures, the videos, all that good stuff throughout the day. Uh, and everybody on my Instagram is sending mess- messages. Appreciate you guys. So, uh, And everybody here at the station just want to say thank you. Laura, Lindsay, appreciate you guys so much for having a good birthday. Laura and Lindsay both said they want to do a cake for me, and I told them both, no, don't do that. Not really a cake person. I'm not going to have cake. That I'm going to have you a nice bottle of wine, though. Uh, but thank you, too, for the offer and even thinking of something like that. Very nice uh, gesture from both of you. Appreciate it. The week is that. young, by the way. Just so you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just we got a big old event tomorrow. A lot of people are going to be there, so but I'm just saying. I, I'm looking forward to that to tomorrow. Um, but dealer's choice is this. Um, so turn 45. So I had lunch with my kids today. So my son leaves for college on Tuesday. My daughter's 13. So um, just... I'm not going to get emotional here, but just enjoy the moments with the people you have. So you don't have to do a lot of things. You don't have to buy a bunch of things. You don't have to have a big party that you don't invite your coworkers to. You don't have to do a bunch of, of everything like that. Just enjoy the moments of where you're at, who you're with. And as much as we uh, like, you know, get caught up in every single day about things and you get caught up in the moment, like you, it's okay to reflect on where you've come from and what you're doing. And just when it is somebody's birthday that you're close to, appreciate them there because you never know when... Next year, you they might not be there for you. So whether somebody passes away or whether you don't talk or anything like that, uh, but just send that message to that person and do wish them that happy birthday. So did, there it is. Did the birthday feel a little bit more emotional to you just because your son's leaving? No, no, I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> no, what was no it? you are. You what was been, emotional is when I've been so instrumental in his life. Man. Ah, thanks, I've, man. I've watched it for a long. Yeah, time. Yeah, we with you. If you would see him again, you're like, whoa, this kid's like big. Uh, no, it was born. What was instrumental is when I went to Nike and I spent all that money on his stuff. I'm like, oh. Damn, and he looked at me, and he's like, yo, you told me to get what I wanted. And, but I didn't mean what you wanted. And he's like, you want me to put some of the stuff back? I'm like, nah, don't worry. Because uh, I ain't buying you anything else for the next four years, guys, so don't gain any weight. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, not the emotional part, but like, yeah, it was just appreciate the people you have while they're here. Uh, don't give people their flowers when they're dead. Give them to them now. So that's it. That's uh, the dealer's choice for that right now. And also, uh, the next thing I want to do is in the dealer's choice is say, 
look, since it's my birthday and I've talked about how this business is terrible, getting into the business, the job, amazing. And you and I were talking about this because you and I and your brother both have gone through the roller coasters up and down. When you have a dream, chase your dream. When people tell you, no, you can't do it, don't listen to them. The reason I tell college kids, no, you can't do that, and if, is because I'm testing them. If I tell you you can't do this and you actually listen, then I'm saving you some time. Because wait till you start actually getting in the business, you start climbing, whether you want to be a broadcaster, whether you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, be a Hollywood writer, be a showrunner for Netflix, you're going to hear no every single day. All you need is that one person to champion for you and find the yes. This is why when they tell me I get to work with the Kamenetsky, I'm like, hell yeah, this is fun. Because you and I both have the same problem. We're, we're too good to get hired full time, but, <laughs> but we're not bad enough to get fired all the time. So <laughs> All the time. All the time, yeah. <laughs> it's just continue to persevere. This is why we, you and I don't work that often, but I love it when we're together because we can have those experiences, those conversations of the grind that we've had for the last 15 years since I've met you about going up, going down, going up, going down. But we're also an example for the young people who are trying to figure out their way. And a lot of kids are in college this week. They're, they don't know what they want to do. And I say that's perfect. Don't have to map out your life at 19. Find your passion. Get after it. I complained about the business because I had 11 jobs last year and my taxes were a mess. But I love every single day of actually doing the job. So find the job that you want to do and love it every single day. And you do that. And then you, when your birthday, this is why people are like, how are you working on your birthday? I'm like, why would I not? Like, why would, where else would I rather be? I always say I'm living the dream. And every single day I walk in this bu- business and in this building, I'm living the dream. And today at 45, I'm still living that dream. Okay. It's funny that you say that, Beto. And I'm done. Mm-hmm. Because. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me get back to the bitter side now. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. It's funny you say that because the live in the dream, that expression, you've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. And I'll be honest because I've known you a while, and like you said, you and I have gone through a lot of ups and downs sort of simultaneously in this industry. Uh There have been periods where you, using the live in the dream, sounded much more sarcastic than sincere when you would talk about it. Now, and really over the last few years, it has consistently sounded sincere. Like you really have felt more like when you say live in the dream, mm-hmm. that it actually really has felt like living the dream. Yeah. I mean, when people would ask me, hey, what are you doing? I'm living the dream. And I, I, I get what you're saying about the sarcasm part, because you and I were going through the same thing. Right. It was like, yeah, living the dream. I haven't been paid in three months. I'm living the dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, living the invoice dream. But no matter. It, and then the thing with about, about me, you may like me. You may not like me. Uh, if you're listening or if you're in the community, if you're on Twitter, you're like Bethel Rose me the wrong way. I know I do. I'm not for everybody, but I'm not vanilla. You're going to know exactly how I feel. I'm very transparent. I wear the emotions on the sleeve. If I'm in a bad mood, you're going to know. If I'm in a good mood, I'm, I'm always in a good mood. But if I don't want to talk about, for example, I don't want to talk about the Lakers schedule. I'm t- I don't want to talk about the Lakers schedule. Nothing against you, for example. But it's more of, like, <laughs> you're going to know how I feel. There is no faking the funk with me. Where as long as other people, you're going to deal with them, you're like, oh, that guy's my friend. Then you realize, that guy's a jerk. He's been fake for me the whole time. So... Like, like me or not, Elise, you're listening. That's Derek. True. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, it, you know why I said that I switched my song at the last minute because he wanted to hear, and I I knew what song you wanted because my mom loves that song. 
But last night when I was doing the late night thing, the whole like, because, you know, we talked about would you encourage people to get into this business? And a lot of us here were like, no. And even yesterday when Beto was like, hey, Cappy, we got a problem. Your daughter's sitting next uh, to close to Laura. Like, uh uh-uh, that's not a good, even though she was a natural on the mic, like she was quick, you know. And I told people, I love doing this. I genuinely love Mm -hmm. being in radio and doing what I do. Am I where I want to be? No, but I've done other things that I'm not doing here and that's fine, but it's not an easy business. I said at all. I was like, but the one thing that I genuinely love, like I love connecting with people and people Mm -hmm. are like, how do you do that when you're on the radio? I'm like, dude, I love the fact that even though, I mean, now we have cameras, right? We're on YouTube, (laughs) but that wasn't the thing back then. It was all you had was a mic in front of you and I feel like when you had that you were able to be so naked and so vulnerable that people really got to feel you Yeah. and that's what Beto's saying like I'm not fake and I tell people all the time I'm like I am gonna rub you the wrong way because huh. I'm a very upfront person I don't sugarcoat a lot of things that's what gets me in trouble a lot of the well, time well that's why people are like you're always picking on Laura I'm like but the thing I say to Laura, I say behind her back too. Yeah, exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. But we get along great, and we're cool because I want Laura to be better. She wants me to be better, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. And also, and now since I'm on the soapbox, also I, you're talking about not being where you want to be, and I had this conversation with a lot of people, and they're like, "You should be doing more." I'm like, "I should be, but I'm not going to be because you understand where the wall is at, and you understand that you're only going to get so far." So my role in the next couple of years while I'm still in this business, because as soon as I can, I'm gone, bro. As soon as the girl's going to college, adios, delete me, see me in Puerto Vallarta at the little Shake Shack. Uh, but anyways, it's if I can knock down the walls and the barriers for the next generation of Latino kids coming up, yep. I do that a lot. Yeah, you know? and, and I know. And your daughter's going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I'm saying there's a, there could be a kid where like, hey, I want to do what Beto's doing. I want to do what Laura's doing, and we can make the next generation yep. well, better. No, and that has it's always send the elevator back down. I know yep. that that has because again, I've known you a while. I know that's important to you. Man, that's it's been important. That's the only thing that matters to me now. It's like, do I want to be a sports anchor? No. Did I at one point? Yeah. Do I want to do play by play for the big games? Yeah. Am I going to? No. Do I care? No. It's how do I get the next kid yep. to be up there? And I was always tell you. Like yesterday, I sent, uh, what was it, Cappy's daughter money for beers in, in <laughs> Tulane, right? I'm like, just Tuition. pay it forward. Tuition. Yeah, like, always, just pay it forward. Whatever you do, send the elevator back down and tell that kid to pay it forward. Go you know place. Cappy used that money to buy himself new AirPods, right? <laughs> <laughs> it went to her. He bought, a, he bought a case. So, yeah. So, uh, for, if, you, if you want to send me a birthday gift, here's what you do. Buy somebody else a drink uh, and say it's on behalf of Beto Vision. So, there it is. No, but you know what? You're so right. Because for me, like, I remember being 20 years old. I'm like, I want to be the star on the radio, right? Now I'm like, I do not want to be close to well, that. I still want to be the star. Don't trip me. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I know I don't. But it's a big deal to me. And I, I stress this a lot. And, like, I, I know I wasn't trying to get all, like, soap up with Beto. But representation for me matters. And not Well, I had this conversation like with young Cody yesterday. You know I, mean? like, I, I, I bought him. big deal. I bought Cody and Graham uh, breakfast yesterday before Aww. we went to do our shoot and by the way go check out the latest Miller Lite Minute I played a game called Padel uh, down to Carson and I, I gave these guys some knowledge I was like I know it's a lot of, real early for 8 in the morning for you guys but damn it we're going to do something here so well, look, I mean, keep the, on dreaming people the thing yeah. you need to understand if there's somebody listening who has thought about doing this the job is fun the industry is not like and you exactly. just have you have to understand that like the, yep. the doing the job is really yeah, absolutely. really fun keeping the job is hard that right. part <laughs> but if you want to talk about Popo Zhao if you want to talk about ABBA, if you want to talk about Brian McKnight, the visitors. Um, 
the visitor's bullpen. The, Hearing know? from Lindsay's dad. Like, yeah. All sorts Mr. of stuff. Mr. Fulton. All that good stuff. So it was good. He says, uh, not a big deal about Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> been waiting to hear that. Been... What does he think about Chalino Sanchez, though? <laughs> Might have to hold that off for tomorrow's all right. show. All yeah. right. Bye. Beto Duran, Thank happy you. birthday. Pleasure, I love you, man. You're a good dude. Love you too, brother. This was fun. Laura, Lindsay, great job as always. Uh, tomorrow is going to be a madhouse at Hollywood Park Casino. Everybody should show up to be there. Coming up next, ESPN Radio. This was us, 710 ESPN.